Okay, look, everything's different now. Everything's changing now, okay? And it's a beautiful thing. It's truly remarkable and beautiful. And we're all going to be a part of it. You're all going to be a part of it. We're all going to be together on this. This is going to be something that we all do together. This is Storytime with Dave. I'm your host, Dave. Thanks for joining us today. And by us, I mean me and the voices in my head. And uh, how many voices do you have in your head? I'm sitting in that annoying chair right now, but you'll just have to deal with it. I'll try not to move much, but you know how I am. I'm really expressive, you know, and fidgety. And I guess that's a bad combination when you're sitting in a squeaky chair. But this is what we do. We play the hand we're dealt. Okay? There's no folding. This is life. You can't fold. I guess you can. That would be killing yourself, I guess. That would be folding. You can't check. You can check. Checking, the equivalent of checking, would I guess be just doing nothing. But you know what? I'm going to play this hand. And if I got a bluff, I'll bluff. Maybe win big. Or maybe it's just a good hand. I guess you won't know. I guess I don't know yet. It seems like a good hand. It seems like it could be a good hand. It really depends on, I guess, the things that you do. That's what we're going to talk about today. It depends on the things that you do. Whether or not it's a good hand. Or, this is, what are we talking about here? You know the people who are like fake phonies? And and they just get ahead in life? They really have no... You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe talent's not the right word, but they kind of, it's like fake it till you make it. Those kind of people. They're bluffing. But you could bluff into a big win. If you got a good poker face, you could bluff into a big win. We all know that. Anyone who's familiar with the game. And isn't that what life is? Can't you describe it as a game? I was listening to Jerry Seinfeld interview on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Sorry, I should. All right, easy, 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 easy. Okay. Uh, fuck. Hold on one second. I just got some stupid emails. These people got to leave me alone. I'm a corporate slave. I don't like it. I'm trying to get out of it. I'm trying to work harder. We're going to talk about it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Listen, let's not get worked up. Let's not get worked up. Let's just calm down. Let's not get worked up. It's all about positive energy, positive vibes. I'll be right back. Give me a second. Hang on. I don't even know if I'll have time for much because my roommate's going to get home. I don't love doing the podcast when other people are in the apartment. Perhaps that's something I need to get over, but there's probably a lot of things that I need to get over that would make me a better person. I'm trying to get over things that will make me a better person. Things like alcohol, for example. Cocaine, another good example. Weed, even. Although... I, I'd classify that differently. I think weed is a far less destructive force if you're not abusing it entirely. You know? Like, I never smoke weed when the sun's still out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that kind of guy. I used to be in my younger years when I was a youth. But nowadays, it's, uh, it's neither here nor there. But it's not so hard to not smoke weed. That's the difference. A few weeks ago, I took a week off from drinking. 
and doing any other kinds of drugs. And that was pretty easy. It's the weekend where it gets hard. And even, I guess it was more like, it wasn't just a week. It was more like like 12 days. It was by the time I got to the second weekend. Then it was like, oh man, people are doing fun things. People are doing fun things this weekend. But let me tell you what's changed, okay? And why my whole perspective has changed and my whole attitude has changed. And I feel like a new person. I'm a completely different person. The podcast is going to be different now, okay? And... You know, those of you who have been there from the start, and there's very few of you. I mean, overall, there's few of you, but there's a decent amount. There's enough of you who listen to this that I'm happy about it, which I've said before. Not enough that I could make money, but enough that I'm happy about it, sure. Some of you have listened since the beginning, and there's probably like 12 to 20 of you, somewhere in that range, who have listened since like episode one. And you know that this used to be a completely different podcast. I would make short stories. Those of you who have never listened to the old episodes might be interested to go check that out. I mean, those are fun. I think they 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 hold up to today. They hold up. I To the extent that like if I ever do go back to listen to them, because, for example, I have this short story series that my friend Steve was nice enough to edit and add sound effects to and music and all sorts of stuff and there were these really cool ridiculous stories that all dealt with me getting banned from Venmo because when you make a Venmo transaction you have to include a reason for the transaction Venmo will not allow you to make the transaction without including a reason for it which I guess is a legal thing so I just wrote Yakuza for some reason I don't know why why was I even thinking about the Yakuza I don't know But anyway, the next thing I know, I just thought it would be a funny thing to do because I would always write funny things. I would write like prostitution or uh, anal beads or just like whatever funny things I could think of. And then I would write that for why I was paying the person. So I wrote Yakuza and then all of a sudden I got a a, uh, notification from Venmo telling me that the payment was under review. My account was like suspended. My account was temporarily suspended until they can investigate this transaction mind you it was nine dollars it was a nine dollar transaction because someone bought me a beer and they had to review it because they thought i was paying off the yakuza for criminal activity or something of that nature anyway this led to me writing a few little short stories they're all like 15 minutes 20 minutes when it when i read them and they're edited and stuff. And they're funny. It's called the Yakuza Chronicles. You can go back into the archives. Just scroll, scroll, scroll. Maybe I should re-release them. It'd be fun. I kind of want to start writing fiction stuff again. Because it's like a fun exercise. Not to mention I read so much fiction. And I'd probably be better at it. Not that I was particularly bad back then. You know? Like, I'm a pretty good writer. So anyway, um, It was different. All of that is to say that the podcast was significantly different than it has been recently. And it's about to take another turn because my life is about to take another turn because I'm changing things and I'm going to get what I want. Okay. I'm going to get what I want in life. Okay. It's time for success. That's what it's time for. I'm sick and tired. I am not going to be stuck as a cog in the corporate capitalist wheel any longer. I'm getting out as soon as I possibly can. Now, I won't do so recklessly, mind you. I'm not just going to quit my job 
and and just you know just look i'm gonna do it in a way where i can be responsible about it where i'll still i won't get evicted because i can't afford rent i still have bills to pay but i am working really hard i've had the most productive week i think of my life because comedy is back that's what it is i know you guys may have forgotten but i do stand-up comedy and i hope to be a professional stand-up comedian i also would like to write but that's secondary i do really enjoy writing and I don't know if any of you write. Do you guys write? You ever just write a story? Dude, it's sick. It's fucking sick. You get to decide what happens next. You're always like, what's going to happen next? What's gonna... you? It's whatever you want. That's what happens next, man. Whatever you want is what happens next. Or if you don't want something to happen next, it doesn't have to happen. Because you decide. You're in charge. You're the god of that story. You are the golden god of that story. And no one can tell you shit because that is your domain. You make the rules. It's all up to you. It's really fantastic. And I've been listening to things that have been really inspiring me. Sometimes I go through these phases. And you know what my mom would always say? This is like, oh, this is a funny thing. You know, there's voices in your head. I mentioned that at the outset of this of this little episode. This will probably be quick because like I said, someone's going to get home soon and I'm going to get self-conscious about doing this and I'm not. I'm going to be like, they're listening to me. I have to go get a haircut too. I'm starting to look very ugly. My baseline is not terribly ugly. It's like, oh, okay. That's not that bad. It's not off-putting. But right now my Jufro is so unkempt and disgusting that it's really messing with my vibe. And uh, I just don't, I just don't like that anymore. And it's time to get a haircut. It's time to make a lot of changes, a lot of changes, a lot of changes. Okay. And it's really exciting. I don't know if you could tell by the timbre in my voice or the way I'm projecting right now or the speed with which I am speaking, but you know, I'm really kicking it in the high gear. I'm feeling the vibes. Now, what was I talking about? What am I going to talk about here? I got to get a haircut. It's going to be a quick episode. I'm getting really inspired. I'm listening to these things that inspire me. I'm listening to a lot of comedians, especially on podcasts where they're talking comedy. Not necessarily where they're just shooting the shit, but where they're talking about the craft. They're talking about writing. They're talking about, you know, how do you think of jokes and how do you, what, what are you looking for? What are the tricks and things that I really knew, but had stopped doing with my comedy because I had become so lazy because it felt like I was doing comedy for nothing. And I feel like anyone, no, I, I shouldn't say that, but probably during the pandemic, the pandemic, and I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. I'm over it, dude. Honestly, everyone else is over it and I'm over it. I'm not getting a vaccine and it's fine. I already got COVID. I got natural immunity. It's not a big deal. But I'm not getting it. And everyone else is over COVID. I've been going into places without a mask on. It's been great. It's honestly made my life, like, it makes me really happy. I, my heart is filled with joy. When I walk into a business without a mask and they don't say anything, I am filled with joy and positive energy. And I am a beacon of light on the world then. And all the hatred in my heart and frustration has dissipated significantly. And that's why the podcast is going to change. Because 
for the past few months, the podcast has been driven by frustration, negative emotions. And what does that lead to? It does lead to humor. It is funny. It does lead to humor. It is funny. But enough is enough with that. Because it put me in a dark place. And what do you do when you're in a dark place? You abuse drugs and alcohol. That's what you do. Because you want to seek respite from that darkness. Okay? But I don't need that anymore. Because I seek respite from darkness now through hard work, grinding, and succeeding. And I get fulfillment in that way. When I write an amazing joke. And I'll tell you this. this Just this week alone, I've written two jokes that have... That have that have masterpiece potential, I'm telling you this. And I'm not just talking potential, I'm saying they're already good out the gate. I've done each of them twice, making minor adjustments. One of them is about how racist Hoboken is, and it's a little bit risky, it's a little bit risky. And last night, I was at an open mic that actually had a, a, it was after a show. It was an open mic after a show. My friend put the show together. So I went and watched the show, and then afterwards at the open mic, there were people who stayed to watch the open mic. A lot of them were pretty drunk, and most of them were black, okay? So out of like the 14 or so audience members that were there, that's in addition to the comedians that were there, out of the 14 or so audience members that were there, like 12 of them were black. And I said, this is a perfect opportunity to try this joke because it is risky, and I need to see if it's palatable for black people. And I did it. And you know what? At first, it was there was I was getting hostile looks at the beginning because it starts out a little rough. But once I get to the punchline, it becomes evidently clear that I am on the side of the black people, that it is not me, you know, like that I, I that I am actually on the right side of it. And the punchline hits so hard that I said, "This is a real joke. This is a real joke. This is a show joke. This is a joke that could." You know, if I got a spot, if someone said, hey, if I got a spot that I cared about and I really wanted to do do well, this is a joke I could do there. So anytime you get a joke like that, it's really exciting. Okay, and I have two of those this week. And each of them is about a minute and a half or two minutes long. And when you're talking about comedy, like that's a a lot. I have some... I'm, you know, it it depends. Everyone's got a different type of comedic style. And for some people, a minute and a half joke is a long joke. For me, it's not particularly. Okay, I'm sorry. I got another fucking email. For me, it's not particularly long. I have stories. A lot of my jokes that are my better jokes are stories or they're just jokes that I've been working on for a long time. And so they're longer. We're talking about three minutes to seven minutes. That's kind of my wheelhouse for my better jokes. So these aren't particularly long, but I did add an extension to the black joke that I was telling you last night on the ride home. By the way, that's something that I'm doing now. I never used to write after comedy. I always heard Joe Rogan say that on his podcast. Like, oh, I get home from comedy and what do I do? I write after comedy. And I always thought, oh, that sounds like a good idea, but I never did it and I started doing it now. And Joe, thank you. I know you're listening, so thank you so much because it's great advice. Like I told you, the podcast is completely different now. I'm going to be talking about comedy because what am I doing? I'm replacing addictions. I used to be addicted to going on Twitter. The last year I was addicted to going on Twitter, trying to make people feel bad about themselves, and then drinking, and then doing cocaine. That's what I was doing a lot the last year. And it it got old. 
it got old. And especially now, the weather's getting warmer. The sun shines on my face. I feel like a, a childlike wonder. And, and I feel like there is hope in the world. And we're moving forward. And I feel like anything that I wish to achieve, I can achieve. And so... I'm feeling entirely different, and so for that reason, um, oh, well, also, I'm replacing addictions, and so I'm going back to comedy being my addiction, writing, and reading. Mostly comedy, and then writing comedy, but also on the side, writing some fiction, and maybe writing some short stories, and maybe I'll do that on the podcast again. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe I'll text Steve and ask him if he's interested in maybe, you know, doing a little bit of editing on these uh, short stories, and we can have some fun with that, because those were always really funny. And Steve really took them over to the top. Like, they, if I was just reading them, they were kind of funny. But then when Steve would add in the sound effects and stuff, they really hit hard, man. So, um, so basically, yes, that's where we're at. It's all about things, you know, it's really good, man. I feel really great. And uh, I'm trying, so like I said, I'm trying to be uh, sober. I'm trying to be sober. I'm trying to get, I'm going to try to sustain that. <clears throat> I'm going to try to sustain that. I'm still smoking cigarettes, but listen, I'm not Jesus. I'm going to try to sustain that, but um, it feels really good. And I wake up in the morning and I go, what is this? I go, I don't feel horrible. What is going on? I wake up in the morning and I go, excuse me, what is this? I don't feel horrible. What is going on? I go, what is this? I'm like, this is new. I'm like, it's the morning. I'm like, wait a second, you're trying to tell me it's before 11 a.m. and I don't feel horrible? What is this? You know, and I have full days. I'll listen to what I did the other day. I woke up at 8 a.m. and I worked because, look, I have the option. I work a 9 to 5, but my boss is like, you know, if you want to work 8 to 4, that's fine. And I was always like, yeah, okay, I'm going to work 8 to 4 for no reason. Get the fuck out of here, idiot. But now... See, that was low energy. That was low frequency, Dave. That's dark times, Dave. That's Dave in dark times. That's Dave being abusive to bad things. But now I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to start the day at eight because that allows for more things afterwards where I can go and pursue my goals and my dreams. Okay? So I, I wake up at 8 a.m. and I actually work the whole day. And in the off time that I had, I worked on comedy. And then, what do I do? After work? Well, I go to the city and I hit three open mics. But that's not all. Because I was on the way back and I said, wait, there's enough time to hit that mic in Jersey that's by my, that's by my place. So I hit that mic in Jersey that's by my place. We're talking about four open mics. Getting a lot done. Trying out new jokes at each. Working out the kinks. Seeing what works. Seeing what doesn't work. And then I get home and I'm not done yet. Because I wrote for another hour. So you're talking about 8 a.m. to like 1 a.m. And sure, I only got like seven hours of sleep that night. Or maybe even a little less. But that's fine. I'm a young man. I don't need I don't need more than that. I was under the impression that I needed like 11 hours of sleep. Because that's how much I was sleeping all the time. Ridiculous. Absurd. There's no reason to do that. You've only got so many hours in life. How are you going to use them? And I see all these other people... Getting the success that I know that I should have. And and I'm trying, I don't want to be envious of them. Because I know that they're just grinding. And even though they're not that funny, they're still getting these spots on these shows. And what you find out in a, in a discipline like comedy, but I'm sure it's the same way in a lot of things. 
I bet you it's similar with like music and things of that nature, is that it doesn't really matter how good you are at that thing necessarily. It probably should matter more, but you know what? It doesn't, and that's just the reality of the situation. So if you know, if you're in the, the world of comedy, then you know this to be true. It does not really matter how funny you are. You only have to be a baseline of funny, which is pretty low. It's like a 4 out of 10. As long as you're a 4 out of 10, you can be getting all these spots on these shows. Now, I put myself, I'm not saying I'm a 9 out of 10, but I'm definitely not a 4 out of 10. I'm a lot better than these 4 out of 10 comedians. I'm a lot funnier. And uh, so I see them getting all these, uh, being all these places that I want to be. And I say, no, I should be there. There's no reason I shouldn't be there. And the only reason I'm not there is because they're working harder than me. It's like the tryhards, you know? It's like if you're naturally, you're like in sixth grade or seventh grade and you want to get a spot on like the travel basketball team, you know? And you're naturally good, but you don't practice much. But then there's some kid and he's kind of a fag, you know what I mean? But he tries so hard and you're like, oh, God, that's Johnny. He's always trying so hard. Like, what a loser. What a fucking loser, dude. Johnny's always trying so hard. You always see him in front of his house and he's just practicing basketball all the time. And, like, you're, you're going to hanging out with girls and you're like, look at that loser, Johnny. He's trying so hard. And then next thing you know, Johnny makes it on the travel team and you don't make it. Because all the while, Johnny, even though Johnny, you might even, look. You might be a better shooter than Johnny and you don't really have to practice shooting because you're just kind of naturally good at shooting. But Johnny gets boards. Johnny gets to the paint and he's and he boxes out and he gets boards. And the coach says, you know what? I like how hard you, you play, Johnny. I like that you play so hard, Johnny. So you know what? You're getting the spot on the team. And I could give it to that other guy who's a good shooter, but we have other good shooters. We don't need it. So you're on, Johnny. And the next thing you know, you're sitting there and what do you do? Do you wallow in pity and sorrow and feel bad for yourself? Sure, you could do that if you want, if you want to be a failure. I'm taking it the other way. I'm going to work harder than these people and I'm funnier than them already. So what does that mean? That means you watch out. You better be scared because I'm coming for those spots. I'm coming for the comedy seller, motherfucker. Okay, so I am worked up in the best way. I am worked up in the best way. Hang on one second. Okay, I just clocked out of work. You know, dude, I'm telling you, I'm looking out the window. The sun is literally shining down on me, and it almost seems like it's deliberately trying to shine down on me. Like, it's at the perfect angle. There's a building, like, right next to the sun, but it seems like the sun is trying to peek through around the building to just get to me. Because it's like the sun is saying, Dave, you're speaking truth. You're speaking truth. Spiritual truth. Truth with a capital T. Okay? So, I don't know. I don't know. This is contagious. And I'm telling you, it's this end of the, it's this end of the pandemic, if, if you want to call it that. I don't necessarily think I would call it that, but whatever. Okay, it's this end of the government tyranny and, like, the, the lifting of the, the restrictions. And people are feeling a lot of different ways. And I think something that... <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm so worked up. I'm so worked up. People, something that a lot of people thought was, like, People are going to do a lot of partying now and they're going to do a lot of fucking and stuff like that. And I think that's true. But I've been talking to you and I'll say this, like I live in two different worlds. So I have a close, close group of friends who uh, are non-comedy related. These are just my friends that I grew up with. And then I have a, you know, my creative 
not that they're not creative, but it's the people that I know through comedy and like in that world. And a lot of the people who I'm close with there and my roommate, TJ, um, who's been really helpful with this because he's kind of been inspiring me because he's been busting his ass and I see him doing it. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to do it, too. I'm like, you're not getting all the you know, you're not going to you're not going to do all the hard work. I'm going to do it, too. A lot of the people who I know through comedy are feeling the same way. They're feeling really inspired and they're ready to just like, what do you call it? Put the nose to the grindstone, that kind of thing. Just hit it hard, dude. Comedy is back. Life is back. It's time to do it. I was kind of nervous and scared for this to be the case because because I guess I was nervous and scared to start working hard again and pursuing things again. But the time has come and now that it's upon us. I just feel so good about it. So I just wanted to tell you guys about that and I feel really good about it. And I hope that maybe this is kind of like contagious energy and maybe you feel hyped up as fuck, ready to go. I'm going to try to be doing, I always say this, but now you know I'm being legit because like I am really busting my ass and I am doing a lot of work. Now I'm not prioritizing the podcast, okay? I'm prioritizing writing. I'm prioritizing going and hitting open mics and getting on as many shows as I can and performing as much as I can. Um, but whenever I do have opportunities to do a podcast, to throw one in here or there, even if it's a short one like this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep you guys posted and things are different now, but in a really good way. And I hope you stick around because I know you like when I say that we live in Fagistan and I call out everyone a cuck and I know that's something that you've gotten used to, but that is, that's low frequency, man. That's negative energy and it's fun and it's funny, but I'm kind of done with it. And, uh, I'm sure it'll still, you know, flare up here and there. I mean, last night I was on stage and I'm trying to be a good boy and be like cute and, and like be more, um, palatable to more people so I could be more successful in front of more crowds you see. But even last night it flared up a little bit. I was denying the Holocaust on stage a little bit, you know, like I do in a silly way, but, um, you know, I'm trying to, I'm taking it in a new direction. You never have to be locked into who you think you are. You are whoever you want to be, whoever, you know, you're a reflection of, of your behavior and, and, you know, just like whatever kind of headspace you're in. So I'm in a different headspace now. As a result, the podcast is going to be different. My comedy is going to be different. The way I behave around people is going to be different. I've been so nice to people. I've been very kind. Okay. So I'm telling you this, um, and hopefully it won't be too long, too long till I speak to you again. You know, I love you. And now I really mean it. I love you so much. I've never loved you more. I, I think than I love you now. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. <laughs>